Welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, your total Ontario hunting podcast. This podcast is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products. TAP specializes in vibration control and enhances instant stabilization for your archery equipment. Use code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word, to get 15% off your order. This podcast also endorses a healthy living made from our friends at Kickaboo Spices, locally made in Ontario for hunters by hunters to help you enjoy all your wild game meats. Use Kicka OOP for 10% off of your next order. Oh, it's recording. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hey. What's going on? <laughs> New release is going on. Oh, yeah? What releases? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm we near have. I'm near here. You're new here. Welcome aboard. Thanks, bud. We have some pretty kick-ass gear. Yeah. Let's go. Um, you want to go into detail? Yeah. We, uh, I guess if you're following the social media, you'd see. Yeah, but if you're not, is, you should. Yeah, today's Sunday the 16th. In case anyone's wondering, so it's uh, Cam made a story post about it. I felt like a model, look like you a model. Were a model today. I actually messaged GQ and I let them know. I don't know who GQ on. is, but GQ I... magazine. Uh, you'll you'll see. You'll be featured. Oh, okay, awesome, yeah. awesome. So we have some sweet hoodies out. It's it's been a long time coming, but they are out and they are now available. If you're listening to this, yeah, we're gonna at the earliest this will be uploaded Monday. Once they're ready to go, it'll be uploaded. So if you hear this, sweaters are ready to go. And like we promised, they are so good quality, such good quality. They like, are. They're, we really didn't cheap out on these ones. No, the uh, embroidery we didn't cheap out on. It's, these aren't so much a profitable thing. These are. No, we're not trying to make enjoy a profit. And a really good quality. So you need to say really good things about our gear. They're so warm though. Like I, we each have one, and obviously I wore a bunch for the photos today. But they're so comfy. Like they are. They're a nice thick sweater. Um, just the way the hoodie's designed too, it's really comfortable. Yeah, they're 90% polyester and uh, 10% cotton. So yeah, they're, and they're thick. They're not just like a thin, cheap little no. sweater. They're, they're true to size fit. Um, they are very limited size. Yeah, first come first available. serve. We got about 20 Yeah, uh, right off the bat. And then once those kind of go, um, I guess we won't be doing it for a little bit. Yeah, there will be some more products to come, but it, it, it all does take some time. So... I mean, we're gonna keep doing these little segments of stuff. We're not a we're not a clothing company, we're a podcast, but we want some support. And you guys have already shown that. Like our Instagram has been off the hook the past day or two since I first mentioned about the sweaters. Yeah. And people, everyone wants one. So yeah. If you're thinking about getting one and you're kind of on the fence and then leaving it till last minute, I can I can guarantee you that they're gone. Yep, and they're gonna be. Uh, we got three different color options. Like we said, limited size. Um, the guys who messaged us with the little sneak preview, we're going to message them first. They're probably going to get first dibs yep. just because they asked us first. And then um, basically how it's going to work is you guys just message us and we'll see what size, what colors we have left in those sizes. And uh, we're going to give you guys more instruction once we release them tomorrow on yep. the prices. Nothing too bad, though. Like For a crazy, thick, nice, warm sweater like that, I'm really happy with that price. So you guys are going to find out about that real soon. Um, you know, it's going to be, I'm really excited. Like, I don't, I don't know how to say that. I'm super excited about this stuff, man. Oh, when I seen that print, man, and like the, I seen the test piece last week, I was just like, I was blown away. I was like, dude, you are going to love these. They're just, they're off the hook for sure. Oh yeah. And, uh, I think we're going to do, well, I know we're going to do, but the other product that we released right now is the stickers. So we got a bunch of stickers in now. They're loads like, of stickers. Loads of stickers. So they're nice black on white, nice high quality. And 
basically you stick them anywhere. Put them on your bumper sticker. Put them on your bow case. Um, you know, I put one on Cam's forehead not too long ago. Uh, it happened. <laughs> uh, that being said, though, we're going to be able to ship them out. $5, no shipping, uh, no taxes. Basically, just message in. We get a little e-transfer from you guys. Yeah. And then we send them off to you guys, and you guys get them you, no matter how many you want. Yeah, um, you like us. You want yeah. us to keep chatting. If you want to order like here? ten stickers, we'll work something out. We're not going to charge you five bucks for if you order ten at once. Yeah, we'll come up with a promo code, like some sort yeah. of promo. Yeah, you guys. And uh, yeah. I think what we're going to do is the first ten sweaters. We're going to include a free sticker with those. Yeah. So you guys can have those, and uh, I'm super excited for that, man. Like we, I am. I love the support. Yeah, it's awesome. And so I think the stickers are the easiest way. Like I got hun bumpers of stickers all over the back of my truck. I think yeah. I, I always have four on. Two on the back windshield and two on the back tailgate. Right. And now the OP is on there. So yeah, yeah I am. I'm fired up, man. If uh, if people want to keep listening to us, just help help support us. And yeah. I mean, we're going to be coming at you with a few more podcasts for 2019. 2019 is gonna. Well, I think we already talked about it going down to Louisville. Yeah, we're gonna be at the ATA. So 2019 is starting out crazy for us this year, which is. I mean, it's going to go into all kinds of things with the late season uh, goose hunt, and then we're jumping into turkeys. Like, it's going to be one hell of a year. Oh, it's going to be great. And it's nice that it's that time of year. When we first started OOP, it was kind of scary because we started in a time of the year where there's not much open. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're reminiscing stories, but at the same time, we can't prove to people that we've actually been able to, you know, do really well hunting. So now it's like, well, we're talking about it. It's like, okay, cool. You know, it's been a good year. You got your beautiful buck. I've been smashing ducks and geese. Like it's hundreds, been, hundreds. It's been awesome. Yeah, we'll go into yesterday, my yesterday's hunt after, but um, I'm, I'm proud to say that it's. You're totally right. You know, starting we, we to show. Did, we did it right. Yeah, I, this time of year, it's start. You know, it's the hunting season, so mm-hmm. it's awesome for everyone listening, just to know, like, hey, this actually works. What we're saying, once mm-hmm. like we're saying, what has worked for us, and what hasn't worked for us, so. Yeah, man, we we're not we're not pros. We don't guide. We don't no. go on guided hunts. You're smashing limits. ducks and limits, limits daily, and, and deer are down and in the freezer. So I mean, yeah. we're doing something right with all the tips that we give out, and appreciate the heck out of everyone asking for tips. And I've seen that it's worked for a few people, and you know, some people stick to their kind of recipes. Yep. No, oh, exactly. Um, so yeah, those are going to be available as soon as you guys can hear this. And other big news is right now we're, uh, uploading to Spotify, which is, takes a little bit of a time to do the first one, but huge platform, huge platform. So if you guys have friends that don't want to listen on Podbean or iTunes, um, there are other platforms that are out there, but they're a little bit more minor that, that we're on, but Spotify will be hosting us pretty soon. So, yeah, so we'll be, we'll be rolling with Apple iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, yeah and as far as i'm concerned those are the biggest ones i got all three on my phone yeah so i mean you can basically listen to us for free anywhere yeah um and that's good because if you're you know i i don't like apple itunes i don't use itunes no um i use Podbean because you know it's the next one that i used but a lot of people use uh spotify yeah and guess what else isn't new cam's phone went off (laughs) while recording guess what else isn't new is cam's phone is not on vibrate it is now (laughs) It's Instagram, man. It was literally like we are posting about these sweaters right now, and people are saying, "Yep, I want one. I want one." How many? You guys got what size? I think. What I think. Price? 
Evan just said he wants one of everything, so that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so sweaters are sold. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all sold yet. Um, but yeah, it's been a really good response. We just uploaded these today. Um, if you guys saw the photos of me with the lanyard on, you're wondering why there's a duck, half a duck call on there. I just want to keep that on there because it's funny, but I broke my one of my duck calls yesterday. and. Uh, but it still caught in a three-man limit yesterday, so it's all good. It was Yeah, I broke it at the end of the hunt, so. <laughs> but... Uh, it was it was on accident, but anyways, Zinc was good with my duck call, and they're gonna send me a new insert for free. That's awesome. So I mean, for photo purposes, I thought it was hilarious because it's like, oh, here's guys that don't know what they're talking about, but it's just really. Funny and we've already me. had some a message in, oh, yeah. which was great, like impeccable uh, time. It's like, uh, you got half a lit, half a duck call there, bud. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we I went on a duck hunt yesterday, and we uh, got you. We were watching this field. You guys weren't successful, were you? Not at all. It was just brutal. Um, so we were watching this field, and there's some ducks in the area, and geese were just we we're just trafficking geese. Just, they didn't want anything to do with that field, but it was a flooded cornfield. I know, like two feet of water, but it's all under ice. It was without exaggerating, it was two inches of ice. Yeah. So we're like, okay, well, we got to break it up somehow. So first plan, when we didn't think it was two inches, we thought because it was warm all week, right, and like. You know, the ponds... Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that it was two inches still. Honestly, like, without exaggerating, it was when we pulled it out. And so, the ponds, like, in this area are thawed. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, oh, I doubt it would be that thick. So, we brought the axe just to break it up. No, not happening. So, took the truck, drove back to my place, grabbed my chainsaw. Um, you guys probably saw, if you watched the Instagram stories, you probably saw it. A few people messaged us. Badass. Yeah, cut a giant hole through the ice with a chainsaw, probably like 60 feet by 30 feet, maybe 75 feet by 30 feet. And cut it open with the chainsaw and then uh, broke the ice up inside of it and pushed the ice chunks under the other ice. So then we had the only open water in the area because everything else was locked up. And so the next morning we got there, we set up the mojos, the floater ducks, the goose spread in the cornfield behind us. We set up some sleeper geese around the edge of the ice and it was a slaughter fest. Yeah, you guys made it rain. Greenheads. Yeah. It, like, you know, normally I don't like green Christmases, but I'd like this one. That, that was one good green Christmas. <laughs> it was a good green Christmas. So, yeah, we got our three-man uh, duck limit. We got six bonus geese that we managed to traffic and pull in into a pond, which was awesome because mm. they came off the roost and we pulled them right in. That's awesome. Yeah. And then uh, and they, were, they started far, too. They were like a couple kilometers and then hit the flag and then they got called. They got louder. Sorry, closer. So we got louder. I heard a bit of the calling. They came over to check us out. They flared, called them back, came back in, and then we got it. I so, love the success stories. Like time I, and time after again, it's just like successful mornings I, in the woods. Oh, yeah. It's been a good year, man. And then, uh, yeah, we got three duck bands. So three of those mallards were banded. Um, one of the ducks was an American black duck, which was cool. That's pretty cool. Wasn't banded that one, though, but it was cool to see one of those. Can you imagine? Would you stuff it? Black duck? Mm, had to be like a perfect black duck yeah. for me to stuff. Um, but other than that, like it's cool. We uh, called the bands in. Know the bander. Of course, it's same guy. <laughs> kind of in that migratory flight, right? Yeah. Sorry. So called uh, or texted him and said, hey, did you band these ones? And he goes, yep, that's my number. I was like, okay. He's like, where to shoot these? So I told him roughly where. And he's like, oh, that's funny. I was like, yeah, I just called him. And he's like, okay. So, uh, yeah. And then, la- you know, that night we got together. We played Euchre. Um, we had duck 
poppers. So like, yeah, explain those, please. You've had them before, I think, right? I Have you ever know. had them with I us? I don't think I've had them. Not damn. Okay. We'll Not the way you that. explained it the other day. No. So like, we've done the goose heart poppers, but the duck poppers are like. So you take half a jalapeno, you clean it out of the seeds, uh, jam it with cream cheese inside. Yeah. And then you put a sliver, like a half inch slit of duck breast on top. Right. And then you put a little bit of kickaboo seasonings on top. And then you wrap it in bacon. And then once it's wrapped, if it's like, if the bacon's falling apart, you put a toothpick through it to hold it, obviously. Throw it in the smoker at 150 until the bacon's crispy and the jalapeno's soft. Oh, man. Like, it's good. It's so good. It just tastes like a jalapeno popper, but there's a little bit of, like, good meat in it. So, mm-hmm. had a bunch of those. Uh, you know, we made some, um, what I haven't had in a long time that I had last night was uh, Crown Royal Apple and Ginger Ale. That's good. It's kind of like this time of year drink. Yeah. It's like an apple cider almost. It's so good. So good. So It's kind of like the Apple Jack. I don't like Jack Daniels. Okay. But man, Apple Jack, even just straight with a few cubes, is just like, it's so clean to sip on. Oh, it's awesome. So I, yeah, it was a great day. Uh, cleaned all the birds. Uh, saved the geese for uh, when we do our probably, it'll either go into jerky or sausage. So. Mm-hmm. Um, what a day, like just a, a total traditional yeah, it's, hunter's day. It's a great day, man. Yeah. You're with your buddies. Like it was a long day. It was the night before we were three hours breaking the site up and yeah. our waders with the chainsaw. And then, uh, I was up at four 30, um, had to clear some room in my truck, get into the field to set up. And I think we started setting up two hours before shooting light just cause we knew it was going to be a, a bit of a miserable day for how muddy the field was. So. Mm-hmm. Took us an hour and a half, and then we got to have some coffees in the blind. Um, I made uh, coffee and put it in my thermos at, like, 4.30 in the morning. It's still piping hot by the time we got there. Like, awesome Were day. Were you rocking the Yeti? The, uh, like, the tumbler, yeah. But I my I don't have, a th- like, a thermos made by yeah, Yeti. Yeah. So I, it was actually a knockoff one, but it has, like, glass inside, and it's vacuum. It's really good. Hey, I mean, if it works. Yeah, it worked really well. I, I just went on a Yeti spree. Yeah, I saw that. What'd you, what'd you get? Oh, I think I got six six new Yetis, couple uh, couple coffee tumblers, twenty ounce, few of the new wine tumblers. Nice. Did you get any more uh, those uh, like the thermoses? Uh, no more thermoses. No. Okay. No. I saw you got some camel thing in the post you made. It was the, like I, like I've had that one for a little bit. Yeah, I guess it's like the retro Yeti. Just calls it their camo. It kind of looks like the first light camo. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know you had that one for a while. I thought yeah. you just bought that one. Yeah, no. So that one I've had for a little while, but definitely upgraded the stash. Okay. What's the, how do the wine ones work? Uh, they just well, like, like a wine glass? Yeah. They're just kind of like the, it's like a stemless glass. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it was like. Victoria's that... got one coming. Oh. She's got no idea. And because she doesn't listen, she's not going to know that she's got one coming. Oh, is that Christmas present? Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh. it, it's pretty cool. But right. the only thing I don't like about them is, um. Like, I don't think there's available lids. So, okay. like, you, I don't know. I guess you can't be. I guess, like, normal wine glasses don't. Yeah, they lid, don't. Right? Hmm. But I do like, like, for Victoria, she likes a nice cold. She always puts her wine in the fridge, not even in the wine cooler. Right. So she likes it real cold. So this will be perfect. She'll love it. Right on. That's cool. Uh, You know, not to get too distracted, but talking about Christmas presents, did I tell you what I got dad for Christmas? No. So I got my dad a 23andMe DNA test. Yeah. So he doesn't know, and he doesn't listen to the podcast. So um, for Christmas, so I had him do a couple weeks ago. I had him do the spit test and sent it in, so I get the results for Christmas. Yeah. So this morning I got the results back. So he's 
my dad was born in Italy and his family, as far as he can remember, is from Italy, specifically Sicily. So it confirmed that he's 75% Italian. It shows where in Italy those genetics are from. And uh, it's 14% North Africa too. Yeah. And uh, I think there was like 2% or something. There's a bunch of small stuff from uh, West Asia. So it's kind of cool to see that. Yeah. No one's ever... Totally cool gift. If anyone needs a last minute gift and it's not an OP sweater or sticker, I'm just saying the DNA tests are really cool, man. Yeah, that is kind of cool to know. Yeah. I would I would like to see a few things on my side of the family, actually. Yeah, it's actually... I don't know. I, I thought it was a cool little thing. And I, like I said, I don't want to get too distracted. Gus will love it. Gus will love it. So he'll, he'll be interested. Yeah. Well, it's funny, so... But anyways, yeah, it was great duck hunting weekend. I'm super excited for these sweaters for people who get into them. Um, I'm still wearing one. You're still wearing one. They're yeah. still super comfy. Um, We're going to have more stuff coming. There's going to be toques followed up, uh, hats, yeah. tees. There's going to be some stuff. So definitely, yeah. like, you know, it's going to be all limited quantity stuff. Like, I'm, I'm only, we are only going for the highest quality we can find. Um, the T-shirts we did great. You guys helped us out with that a lot. So... A lot of requests came for some other stuff, hats for sure, but, I mean, it's wintertime. Not too many of us wear a ball cap, no. so. Just hoodies a are, duck hunter beside you. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the hoodies are great to keep you guys warm over these holidays right now, and, uh, yeah, we'll have more stuff followed up very soon. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you went on a, you sat in your tree stand this week, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did, uh, yeah, did two hunts this weekend. Um, yeah. Very peaceful. Yeah. to say the least but yeah. uh yeah n- not uh not successful um i did uh did check trail cameras over the past week nice um good to see that i have four bucks that are still coming back that all survived the gun season nice um so that that made me very happy um a lot pretty smart deer um i've seen actually three of them throughout kind of the on and off weeks that we've had uh, minus the one ten point that I was originally after from the beginning of the season that I did get to see first night out. Um, he's he's still alive and he made a few um, made a few appearances to my cameras. So really great to see that the deer is still there. Okay. And uh, I'll be doing what I can to help them throughout the winter and be healthy, ready for next year. Right on. Do you uh so like did you see any deer running around? Or? Nothing this nothing really? this weekend. Okay. Um, I I did hear a few coyotes barking on uh, what was that Friday night Friday evening. Okay. Um, and I did have a few more of them on the trail camera. So nice. Um, I I would like to say I was eighty five ninety percent sure that those were coyotes out in the corn. Yeah. Um, but but none of them made see any squirrels. Lots of squirrels. Yeah, they're always around. Lots of squirrels. A beaver that just won't leave me alone. That's just making a mess. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's whatever. It's kind of cool to see animals in their own habitat, though. It right? is. The guy's eating corn now, so he's bringing corn stalks down like the to beaver? his dam. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's funny. He, he's making a mess, that's for sure. So we're, we're going to have to do something about that this winter. <laughs> that's really funny. Hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully he just kind of moves on or maybe he breaks his own dam. I don't know. Yeah, something's got to give, man. There's like, there's a big dam buildup and he has stopped a lot of water flow coming through my property, so. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, but peaceful nonetheless, nice to get out on the weekend. It's definitely one way I like to utilize my weekends. I know Victoria isn't too keen on every day, all hours of the day when I focus to hunting, but I love it. What can I say? I love it. Yep. Can't get enough. You gotta love it, man. So you're going to sit this week Um, and try, I should say like, you know, yeah, uh, there's a new property I got 
I don't want to give away too many things, but it's on a Christmas tree farm. Nice. Pretty badass. Yeah. Lots of sign of good deer out there. N- nothing worse than dragging out a, like, you know, dasher, dancer, and prancer. That's what I'm thinking, right? trying to cut down Christmas trees. So I would have liked to hit that this weekend, but my, here's my thoughts is that we still got kind of two weeks till Christmas. There's always a couple stragglers that are still looking to get a tree. Yeah. So I, I took it amongst myself to say, like, this weekend's too early. Yeah, Maybe right. someone's still out there getting trees, so we're going to wait till next week, but I will be doing a, a hang and hunt there nice. in the very near future. Yeah, that'll be awesome, man. It's it's super cool to see you, and it's close to you, right? Like, yes. Yeah. So that's very good. Yeah. Um, are you going to, what are you, you going to plan on your, like, how are you going to decide your tree when you do your hang hunt? Are you just going to? I'm just going to look for a lot of, obviously a lot of tracks, but a lot of track that I can see is like not man-made, but almost looks man-made. So something that I can, I know they're going to and from constantly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look for some bedding, obviously see if I can find some fresh scrapes. There will be a, a pickup of rut, like those, some does will still be going into heat. Um, and obviously if there's some rubbing and some scraping, bucks are still going to be looking for that. Okay. So uh, they'll, they'll be making some signs and that's kind of what I'll be looking for. Tree, I'll just be looking for, it's hard this time of year with getting some coverage so I, i'm gonna look for an abundance of trees to set up around and then i'll sit up in there hopefully lots of branches obviously the foliage is kind of down yeah. so yeah it'll be good that's I, I need a big snowfall big snowfall really really helps this time of year that's good as promised we were going to answer some questions that some people wrote in i love answering questions i picked a bunch of them and i'm going to read them and I'm gonna give shout outs because that's what we do here and we'll, we'll try and answer them yeah, and I mean, obviously, everyone's names are really hard to pronounce, so let's have fun, Cameron. Okay, let's do that. Your beard I'm looks just real s- good, by the way. It's coming along, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Is that just a Christmas beard? Uh, No, it's a goose beard. It keeps me warm in the blind. Right. So, I mean, I'll probably look like I'm 12 down. when uh, winter's over. 100% Italian down. <laughs> Not packable. Uh, 14% African. <laughs> <laughs> right, I forgot. <laughs> so, this is from F-F-E-J-N-E-D-R-O-M. I don't know how to pronounce that. I don't yeah. I am sorry. So, is crossbow still considered archery? Absolutely. Exactly. It's You're firing an arrow. I mean, we always joke about it and say mm-hmm. it's more so like a rifle with an arrow. Yeah. But bottom line, yeah, it's still archery. I mean... Well, think about it. You go to like Excalibur's perfect example. Yeah. Exactly. There's right? no, and there's nothing wrong with using a crossbow, especially yeah. for the guys or the girls that, you know, have shoulder injuries or... You met my boss, John, mm-hmm. shoots an Excalibur because when he was pulling back, uh, he's a crank on his Excalibur because even when he was pulling it straight up, his shoulder was stressing pretty hard. Yeah. So he can't shoot a vertical bow anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah, absolutely. It's part of uh, For archery. Sure. Um, this is from our good friends at Real Outdoor Reviews. Uh, vein choices for arrows. I thought that was really relevant because you just did a whole bunch of experimentation. Yeah. Uh, what are your vein choices? Um, mine after, but for, I I don't know, I guess you could kind of field this to a few different types of hunters, different archery styles, because a lot of bow or sorry, uh, arrows will come set up with blazers if you don't buy a bear shaft. So blazers, obviously a great option. I've used blazers for as long as I've shot archery, but now I've just recently switched to the AAE style. Um, and right now I'm working between the AAE stealth mm-hmm. and they are a low profile three inch vein. Yep. And I'm also trying the, uh, pro max, I the believe little ones. Yeah. yeah. And they're the, uh, I don't know. I think they're like an inch and three quarters or inch and a half maybe. 
Yeah, I, I, like they're less. They're, I think they're, they're like less one than two point, inches. One point eight inches. Okay. I think they're like one point eight. So that uh, I've also got on some FMJs, uh, and that's in a four flex. And they're series. super low profile. They're like super low profile. Maybe three eighths of an inch. Yes, very low. Yeah. Um. So and the reason I'm trying both side by side is because the four of the um the Pro Max are lighter than three of the Max Stealths. Yep. But you're still gonna or, uh, carry that consistency at longer distances. Be able to straighten up your arrow with Sorry, that four the, the pro, okay. The pro maxes are lighter. Yes, the right. pro maxes are lighter. Um, so I'm able to because they're still a low profile. You know, if you're only using three of those, you're not going to be able to, you know, kind of pick up that straightness, say at 80 yards. Mm-hmm. But with that four fletch, that's going to help me out a little bit. So and I'm still maintaining because I don't shoot a very high poundage, 61 pounds. My are you good? Yeah. Yeah. This thing's cutting out on us. No, I'm paying attention to you. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, that'll give me some consistency, better consistency um, at further distances. Now, I I would never take anything at 80 yards. Yeah. But I like to practice 60, 80, 100. Yeah, we like the double rule. Yeah. And, I mean, if I can display good numbers out there, I can fine-tune it so that my 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 is just the most perfect. So I would say, that, yeah, like explore options. Obviously, yep. a plastic fletch, you're going to be probably sticking to an indoor, and that's just a very thin wall. Super it's thin. Very thin. Yeah. It's see-through. Um, plastic. It's like basically well. see-through. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that, that was probably like, well, it, not probably. It is used for a lot of tournament indoor-style yep. archery. Yep. Um, I really like the AEs. Yeah. I used to use blazers all the time when I started, yep. and then I got into AEs, and I just love them. I love the... In between there, actually, I use the twisters, which are, I think Boning makes those. Maybe wrong there, but anyways, they uh, they the AEs have like those grooves on them. Yeah, they're not just like a straight, smooth surface like yep. the blazers. So you might lose like one foot per second compared to the same size blazer, but you're gonna get a lot more stability because it mm-hmm. cuts the air better. Yeah. Um, this is from our good friend Chaps Outdoors, which is Evan. Chaps. Uh, what new things do you guys plan on trying come the new year? Well, that could lead into a smorgasbord of stuff. Thanks, uh, Evan. Thanks, Evan. For me, probably a new duck call. Yeah. Unrelated to me breaking, I just I want a second good duck call because I like two different sounds, same mm-hmm. as goose calls. Um, and I wouldn't mind finding some nice new ammo because I love my Kents, but I can't find number two, three and a half inch Kents anywhere because Canadian Tire is stopped selling them. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a real pain in the ass, isn't it? Yeah. So that's me. That's kind of across the board for Canadian Tire, too. I believe they're kind of getting out of that. I've heard they're getting out of uh, selling firearms. and. Yeah, I mean, correct ammo. me if I'm wrong, but I'm I'm sure that's yeah. what I've been seeing over the past year. That's from what I've heard, too, from other people. But anyways, you, what do you want to try? Oh, for me? Yeah. Well, next year I am planning to do a lot more uh, duck hunting and bird hunting myself. Yeah. So I will be exploring the world of duck and goose. Yeah, and uh, are you going to explore, like, bank loans, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll be fine. Um, and probably a well, – it's it's happening right now um, – a new bow. Um, okay. And I won't be getting rid of my rain. Right. But I would like another one. Do you, are you thinking, like, a hunting bow and a target bow? Or yes, that, okay. that's the route I'm trying to go. Now, whether I'm going to use the rain for the, the target, just because I know what setup works for me and it works good for target. Right. But I love it for hunting a lot too. Yeah. So I'm, 
I'm torn between a few things, but it's going to be uh, some more duck hunting. Yeah. And uh, some some advanced archery. Right. On. I I think that's a that's something that I would look into too. I I've, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to possibly get a longer ATA bow, some mm-hmm. longer axle to axle. Yeah. And just like a target bow. Yeah. But I think that'd be a cool thing to look into. Yeah. Um, and you can never have too much archery no, or hunting no, stuff. There's no such thing, despite never. what your wives tell you. Yeah, no such. They're thing. wrong. They're wrong. If there's ever a time that they're wrong, it's there. <laughs> um, Jeff, another caught. So late season bow hunting, which yeah is you know applicable now. Um, what to do, what not to do. He's planning on getting some in. Yeah. Um, to dos, to dos are look over food. Um, to do's will be still sit around your water source. Um, if you can kind of utilize your time around evening hunts more so than the morning hunts, I don't have an explanation as to why, but that seems to show to me better mm-hmm. over the past few years for sure. It's always an evening for late season. So I almost won't ever go out morning this time of year. Yeah. If you only got mornings, go for it. Uh, yeah. That's like, not to say you can't go out. Yeah. Um, obviously you're not going to you're going to kill more deer out in the field than you are on your couch. So, um, that's definitely a do. They are going to be a lot smarter. So one thing for sure is you need to walk, be walking into your stand much more quiet than you have. If you thought you were doing it quiet, probably not quite enough. So just kind of keep that in the back of your mind. And, uh, they're very good at picking up patterns. So if you've, you know, if you've done kind of the same simultaneous call season, if you've taken a drag rag in throughout the season or mid season, uh, don't do that. Don't take the same sense, um, because they will understand. They pick up. Yeah. They, they, they get it. They know what's going on. You know, if you're, if, especially if you made a lot of sits. Um, so I would say those are some of the do's and don'ts that I, I tend to follow. Yep. Um, dress warm, dress warm. Yeah. In a late season hunt, dress warm. Very, it is layer uh, up. One thing I'm kind of going through right now is because I got my winter gear out. Um, and this change in weather that we're having. So we're down to like yesterday we had plus six and two weeks ago we had negative 14. So winter gear is great, but now I'm going in without any of my base layers. I'm just going straight winter gear Yeah, and no, no base layers, no mid layers. Like that's, that's just it because okay. it's too, it, it's hard, it's hard to find, you know, I don't want to be too bulky. Yeah. So I don't like putting on a mid layer or my outer layer for mid season and a mid layer and a base layer because yeah. it's just, it's too puffy. You don't have that mobility. Makes sense. Um, so, and I, me and you were talking about today and wool, merino yeah. wool. Merino wool is awesome. Stick Especially to those. If, I'm actually wearing some right now. Oh yeah. Solex. I got mine on right now as well. Just, it's always wool. Yeah. So uh, great for moisture wicking and great for keeping you warm. Scent control too, naturally. And scent, yeah, naturally. because it's wool. Yeah. Um, so this comes from Kubinik18, mm-hmm. who's been a great follower. We know yeah. you quite well. Very supportive. Uh, what has been your greatest achievement on hunting or archery? So I think for hunting, for me, it's been the greatest achievement has been actually seeing what I can do now with a goose call after all those countless hours of calling. Like right. without a lie this year, without line, it's probably been over 200 hours of just practicing in the truck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's finally taken off to where it's like I can see the birds leave us because they flared and making them turn 180 degrees completely back in. Or, you know, they're off 
two kilometers away. You hit them with the flag. They get close. They don't really want anything to do with the field. But you manage to suck them in there because they think those geese are fighting over food. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's probably one of my proudest achievements about hunting. Uh, archery, i got to say, it's when you and I shot the R100 for the first time and we both got R1000 pins. Yeah. Like, for, it was our biggest tournament that we ever did. And uh, to walk out of there with an R1000 pin is pretty cool. Absolutely. It's, uh, I guess that was my second tournament ever. Yeah. So, and to, to have a, final of in the top 20 of 500 people yeah like is pretty damn cool yeah that by like by itself i i'm way more prouder of the r1000 pin than i'm I'm of a 300 shot like it's yeah because there's different stuff like in a 300 round it's you there's Mm -hmm. no real pressure like Mm -hmm. it's all in your head technically i guess technically all pressures in your head but like there's people everywhere you're competing against people in an R100. So and so many people from different areas, like different was, countries. Like there was obviously states in Canada. There, my my biggest achievement I would say is my archery game this year. Yep. Like uh, back to when me and you first went out to you introduced me to FCA. Yeah. Like just the intensity and how much we've both grown in archery. Yep. Alone, just archery, let alone hunting, is is awesome. Like we have just. You know, we'll, we'll go to Antler River and a lot of people will be asking, what are you shooting? How are you doing this? Like, you know, yeah. all different kinds of things. And it it displays in our shooting. We can yeah. sit there and just peg X after yeah. X after X. So that's what what would be your greatest achievement for hunting then? For hunting, um, I would say just uh, all the knowledge that I've, I've gained. I've had a great uh, crowd of people around me that I've known and I've pick their brains probably more times than they would like. Yeah. But it's given me all the information, the books, the stuff I've read on the internet and the things I've taken into the field and the success and the outcomes that have been proven to yeah. me from all of that. So you're, it's not really like a single achievement for you. Not it's really. Just, it's just, just it's everything. It all, right? It's how dedicated I've made myself. Yep. Makes sense. Um, do you guys, this is from Jeff Porter. Do you guys ever hunt in the Kawartha Lakes area? If so, what for? No. Not really. No, I don't do fishing in the Kawarthas. But uh, that's Done a uh, bass tournament in Pigeon Lake. Uh, other than that, no hunting, though. No. Because where we bear hunt isn't that close to Kawarthas, right? No, you're still you're three hours of Kawarthas. Two, yeah. two and a half, three hours of Kawarthas. However, we're not against hunting the Kawarthas. No, if you got something, let's set something up. <laughs> uh, We've actually had, now that you think about it, quite a few people have asked if we've hunted distance from where we reside. Yeah. And I think it would be cool if people want to arrange a hunt, we'll make the time. We'll go. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Next one. Electric Fraser, you beauty. What's going on, big guy? Um, he said, are you guys into ice fishing? Absolutely. Once hunting season's over. Hell yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. There you got, got to find something to do. And, uh, me and my brother are planning a few ice fishing trips that, Obviously, you'll be brought up to speed. Steve's oh, yeah. interested in, so we'll be we'll be making a few journeys this year. Yeah, this season. I, I know uh, the area Electric Fraser's from. Great area. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it freezes up pretty good there, so yeah. I, I, I'm sure you get out for ice fishing out there. So, hell, if you ever want to go around there, and we don't mind making a trip out there, it's not yeah. too far. So, no, it'll be a good year. I got uh, my hut that I always bring around with me, and I got an ice fishing pole, auger, and you got a pole, and that's great. <laughs> I got a chainsaw. It works well <laughs> on ice. <laughs> I have actually cut a hole, a square hole for ice fishing. A lot of guys do. Chainsaws yeah. are, like, as long as you're careful with it, chainsaws yeah. are awesome on yeah. ice. Um, I think this is one of our last questions here. Uh, 
This is from Valerio, so V-A-L. Also been a long-time follower. He has. Uh, V-A-L-E-R-I-0-O. Uh, best advice for hunting post-rut, which kind of plays in the late season, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it, post-rut could technically be like right after the yep. rut, right? So, um, Food. Food, yeah. Man, food, like, man. They're going to be hitting that food hard after the rut oh and they're they're so worn out like you can you can almost bet that you want to sit around bedding because they're one they're not going to go 200 yards anymore from their beds because they're so exhausted i'm talking like they're going 100 yards for food so the closest food man. and if not their bucks are so stubborn that they will just lay down and you will see so many things on the internet why deer and bucks just die it's because they're so exhausted. Yeah. They're so stubborn. Sometimes they won't even make it to the food. They'll just that's die. right. They won't. Oh. And uh, because the only thing that's on their mind is how horned up they are and finding that dough. Yep. That that's it. So and once that food in bed. Yeah. And once the rut's done, they are like clear headed again. They're like, yeah. oh, I'm so hungry. I just need to take a nap, and they don't wake up. It it's so, definitely the way it is yeah. for sure. As soon as the rut's done, only thing on their mind's food. Yeah. Um. So last one. Yeah. Is from Jeff Dot Porter. Jeff Dot Porter. Um, hey guys, in love with your podcast. Listen to them all. Thank you. Uh, driving to work and school. I was wondering if you guys could do a budget bow review. Ooh. We've kind of touched on the stuff before. I think yeah. we should definitely add to it though. Uh, a few more things he said here. I am um, like, I would like to give him a full budget bow review next podcast. Yeah, you want to our equipment update? Yeah, let's do that and. Uh, just to answer his question, like we promised on this one, um, you want to just talk some bo- some budget-friendly bows that are, you know, usually good to go, um, but they're not cheap little pieces of garbage is what I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, I would at. say uh, any RTH. Yeah, like a Diamond SP2 we've been yeah. over. A great starter bow. Yeah. Um, Hoyt has that... Uh, clash. The Clash. Yeah. Good bow to start on, you know. Um, after a while from these budget bows, obviously, if you stick to archery eventually you're going to want something a little bit better Mm -hmm. and so when we say better usually what smoother draw smoother draw um more adjustments yeah more comfortable in the hand usually yeah um but i think and accessories yeah and and we'll go in depth yeah at a later date because this we could make we could talk hours for this meaning you can go back and forth forever and that that sb2 is made by diamond which is owned by bowtech Mm -hmm. so it's basically a bowtech uh, great bow, Carbon Knight by Bowtech. Great bow. Um, I think those are some. We'll go like we prom- can promised. We'll go into. It's SB one. Yeah. Ah, it's an SB one, not an SB two. I'm a Hoyt guy. I don't really know. Yeah. Um, so. Your clash of the Hoyt. Oh, I like what you did there. The clash Clashing. of the Hoyt. Oh, I like. That. I don't play Clash of whatever that game is. You know what? It's clash of uh, uh, Titans. Sure. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, that's a game. Clash of Clans. Oh, Clash of Clans. Maybe Clash Titans. Titans is Clash one. of Titans. I think that's a game. Might be. You want to make it? It can be a game. Yeah, we'll make it. We'll make a. It'll be a hunting one. It'll be called Clash of Titans. OOP makes an app. Okay, a game done. app. Um. So that being said, those OOP is badass. I'm almost done. <laughs> <laughs> um. So that being said, Priya, Jeff, uh, I think those three we kind of briefly did and as promised so cam we're going to talk about next week more in depth for you man yeah um hope you're not mad that we kind of cut yours one short but we're going to do it really in depth next one which i think you'll be happy about yeah um that wraps it up for the listener questions which was awesome yeah that was a a lot of good questions yeah i made a post and you guys wrote in which was great and then the best part is like jeff on the side 
didn't have anything to do with that post I made. Just messaged us and said, hey, guys. So I like doing that stuff. You know, we answer pretty much all the questions we get. Yeah. Try to space them out a bit. That's exactly what this is about. It's what we're here for. Yeah, what worked. We're all in this for is to to talk. We're all talking the same stuff. Everyone's got questions. People want to know things. Hey, man, we talk the talk and walk the walk. That's right. We're dedicating the place to do this, which is right here. Yeah. Send us those questions and we'll we'll try and get you some good answers. Hell yeah. So I think that's going to wrap it up for our little... Uh, I would agree. So We've, pretty excited. New shit's out just to remind up. you guys. Uh, those sweaters are bomb diggity. They're so comfortable. Oh yeah. Those stickers are dirt cheap and look awesome. We need everyone to know about OOP. So if you can slap one of those on your pickup truck or... If you're hunting, hey man, on your Prius. If, if you it's got a, Prius. a Prius, throw it on a Prius. Buddy's dad had a Prius for a bit. Yeah, did he throw a deer on it? Nope. Well, that's not impressive. His then. wife made fun of him, so he bought a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Real story. Um, but yeah, so that stuff's out, and I'm super excited for that for everyone to see. And I think we're gonna catch you guys in a couple days, in a few days. Absolutely, podcasts and, are gonna be coming at you hot. Um, yeah. But it's gonna be busy. It'll be busy over Christmas. Oh yeah. We'll we'll try. We'll, I think we'll sneak one more in before I Christmas. Think so. so, I doubt this is a Merry Christmas, everyone. No, so next one will be Merry Christmas. Next one will be Merry Christmas. So go and harvest some animals.